Welcome back! Alright, here we are for another installment of Hazy Days. Yeah. Yeah, so it is another Monday yes, and we're ready to talk about some uh, COVID-related bullshit. Hello, Miss Rona. She is back again with the Delta variant looking yes. snatched as ever. Wasn't there one before the Delta, though? It there was... was. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say Alpha. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. It was... Um, what was it? What the I'm fuck is this at point? I'm not 100% sure, um, but I know there was at least one other COVID variant that happened. It was like right before I think the uh, vaccines were rolling out. Yes. Because mm-hmm. people were worried about if this new variant comes out, is it even worth getting the vaccine that exists? Mm-hmm. And that Absolutely. brings us to our first topic. <laughs> what is your stance on anti-vaxxers? Um, they're fucking idiots. I, you know what it is? I wouldn't say that because my mother isn't necessarily, she does, she's not getting the vaccine. Um, she's not very much an anti-vaxxer. She just, I think she feels like she doesn't have all the information yet. And since so she's on, she's technically on remission because she had, um, she has a reason. Yeah, she has a reason. She has a she's medical scared. Reason. Um, I'm, I'm talking about people yeah. who can get the vaccine, but won't because they, because they, they, they don't want to. And I noticed a lot of them are QAnon people. QAnon yeah. is a big oh, part of that. QAnon. Yeah, they're, um, a lot of them are Q, QAnon people and they truly fucking believe that there's like, um, tracking little micro tracking devices. Tracking yeah, devices. And it's just like, bruh. First of all, I believe that if someone were able to invent a microchip that fucking small, right? They deserve a Nobel Prize. That's really shit. That so I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of the world's smallest camera. I probably have. <laughs> it is unbelievably small. Let me Google this really quick. But also it's everywhere in like I've seen it in TikTok, I've seen it in Facebook, I've seen it on, on the fucking what is it called? The um the website, the CDC. Okay. It, so, it's only so you don't get super sick. This is supposed to be the world's smallest camera. You see how tiny that is against the person's finger? It's oh, almost. That's scary. It's almost about. I I want to say like two millimeters in width, maybe smaller than that. For a functioning microchip, something that has what I would believe to be similar similar. Uh, uh, what's the word processing power yeah to a camera Mm -hmm. something that to us seems very simple now technologically yes would have to be the pinnacle of scientific achievement so if if someone's gonna inject me with one of those first of all i don't need a microchip i have my gps on all the time my phone is tracking me every second of every day yeah that's if you own a cell phone, you have a tracking else. device. <laughs> to find the video, but please continue. <laughs> so, you know, QAnon people, I'm gonna stop stop you right there. But beyond that, we're talking about what here? What is the purpose of microchipping everyone in America and you know, you already know everything about everybody. 
because of social media. Like if you own a Facebook page or a Twitter, everybody knows your business because Absolutely. you are actively putting it out there all the time. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, if there's anything you think your government doesn't know about you that they want to know. They know everything. They'll figure it out. They'll find a way to find out because- They're listening to us on our phones. That's where we get those weird ads every day. And I, I see a lot of controversy from like IT people. And I'm, I'm going to lean on the side of the IT people here because they obviously know more about that than I do. Mm -hmm. It's their job too. Yeah. But what I'm gonna say is even if my phone isn't recording every single thing that I say, do, and you know, get involved with, um, that information is still not pertinent to any parties enough for them to care about my existence. Mm -hmm. Yep. I have literally done terrible things off the, the surface of my cell phone, making direct eye contact with my front-facing camera. <laughs> if they wanted me, they would come for me. Right. <laughs> If they wanted you, QAnon people, they would come for you they because they know where you are and they know who you are. Absolutely. They like they, you know. I do believe in like secret police and stuff like that, and you know they're actually called undercover cops. <laughs> just so you know. Um, <clears throat> I do believe in all that. My tinfoil yeah. hat stays on pretty much all the time. I don't trust my government. Yeah, I never. But I, but do I wear my seatbelt? Yeah. Do I put my mask on? Yeah. Do I pay my taxes? Relatively, yeah. Because <laughs> with every bullshit that spewed to us, there's sprinkles of the truth everywhere. Just little bits. Just enough. You gotta make it plausible for people to be like, yeah, just yeah, that sounds to keep right. The order in life. Absolutely. It, We're just a big giant ant farm. But chaos. People, exactly. We're like a giant fucking ant this farm in the middle of space. Yeah. Like. Wow, the name Alien Ant Farm just made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Um, yeah, I don't see the purpose in being so scared of everything that you're willing to put yourself and other people in danger. Because at this point, you can't expect QAnon people or anti-vax people to care about other people because they clearly don't. They're all narcissists. I'm, but I'm truly they're not though. Of that. They're not though because they don't even care about their own health and safety. Wow. When it boils down to it, they don't know what that means. So they're just like, they're just dumb. They're just <laughs> they're a, a full tribe of followers, which is never a good thing. She'll always be an alpha leader among uh, the followers. That's how you uh, that's how you get an order. But yeah, it's um. These anti-vaxxers are, it's ridiculous. I've seen videos of like anti-vaxxers go into clinics where people genuinely need these vaccines to keep themselves and their families safe because they have underlying conditions. And these anti-vaxxers have gone in, asked the, the people administering the shots, you know, what kind of blah, blah, blah you use. And they've walked out with full fucking vials. And I'm just like, bruh, it's okay that you don't want to get these shots. You're okay to your beliefs. You're allowed to have your beliefs. But when you actively find a way to cause harm to another human being. Which is QAnon's favorite thing to do. At this point, you should all be lined up for a full-on firing squad. You don't, you, you're not allowed to fucking live. Execution. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 
Yeah, no, I... These are the consequences to your bullshit. I, like, <laughs> I, I kind of have to go on an extremist limb here and say that I agree with that. Because and, absolutely. Because they would I, do the same thing to us right away. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it's why I don't option. feel bad about it. Absolutely. Like, if, if every white old Republican in America Republican. had the option to, they would kill us for being liberals. Yeah. They would call us un-American, and mm-hmm. they would have us executed. But, you know... They're the ones that are un-American. Absolutely. I would say they're the ones that are anti-patriot. Yeah. You know, I may not do much to serve my country. <laughs> also, the strain we're smoking is called garlic mint. FYI. That... Why do y'all? <laughs> <laughs> but, Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I, I do agree with, with you there. That, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to be a fucking problem like that, you you really don't deserve to be in the same society that the rest of us live in. Go live on your deserted island in the middle of fucking nowhere. Just put them on an island called- Actually, we can't even do that because they all belong to, like, the Polynesians and, you know, (laughs) island tribes. Like, we can't even put them anywhere. There's there's a tribe, um, I don't know exactly where it's located, but I've heard of this tribe. I've, um, some, I, I really want to say Central America, but I, I know for a fact to be. Was this I a re- recent development? Because I feel like I saw it's something. It's not earlier. recent. It's the tribe has always been there, and people don't know much about it because <laughs> you're not allowed to go there. The actual inhabitants, the villagers, if you're not them, basically, if you're not part of the culture, you're not part of the tribe. They will kill you. They will act. Yeah, they actually they have bows and arrows. There's been bodies. Oh, are they, is this the around. tribe that like shot down a drone with bows and arrows one I time? I think so. Yeah, and there's been like bodies floating up that they trace back the People you know with the to make contact. Yeah. Oh my they god! Been, there's been holes with arrows. There's people. They find people with arrows sticking out of them. It's like, bruh. They will actually Sometimes people destroy don't you. want to know other people's bullshit, and this is a tribe where it's like, <laughs> mind your motherfucking business. That is the cosmic version of mind your fucking business. Mind your motherfucking business. And this that is what really happens. Is. We don't mind your motherfucking business. Yeah. You get killed. And this um, is what should happen to these fucking QAnon people. Mind your motherfucking business. Also, isn't the world just that much richer when it has things in it that you don't fully understand? Absolutely. Like, I don't need to know what's inside a volcano to know that volcanoes are majestic and awesome. Absolutely. Yep. Like, and that is, I, I don't know when the last time anyone looked up the actual definition of the word awesome, but it, it's to be in awe of something. Exactly. Awesome doesn't mean that it's necessarily, like, uh, a good or a bad thing. Yes. <clears throat> it's just that this thing is greater than you are, and you appreciate it for that. Absolutely. And I think it's pretty fucking awesome that there are parts of the world that aren't doing any of what we are doing here in America. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly believe there's people in other countries that look at us and they're just laughing their ass they off. They do. Like, fucking idiots. They do. It's called Europe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are a European punchline. It's, like, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing at this point. Like, saying it's you're American is fucking embarrassing. It's shameful. It's like, come on. There's only so many times you can fuck up. Like, for new goddamn mistakes. Like, and it, the worst part is that it's not 
Americans as a whole. Americans are not necessarily the problem. It's the people who get charge of America. The American government. It's like, I don't trust these hoes. <laughs> I don't fuck with these hoes. I don't trust the woes. I do not have five on it. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, shit. Because honestly, like, I I would make a amazing supreme ruler. Oh my god, wouldn't we all? Oh oh my god, I would just a pure abundance. This world would see. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, geez, there's like I could not begin to imagine what being in a position of power like that would be like. But I Some can. Some people just shouldn't have that. I can say what I am not willing to do, mm-hmm. and it's basically everything that has been happening in the past five years Absolutely. like people make jokes about uh oh we secretly died in like 2012 when the apocalypse was oh, supposed to happen the and then was this was to, yeah the mind calendar ended yeah and it's just been like almost 10 years of misery but you wonder Something? why it stopped at 2012 because maybe the mayans or the asset what was it the mayans I think it was the Mayan calendar. Yeah, the Mayan calendar. Maybe did you not put together that maybe that's you know they couldn't count that high. That's where it ended. They ran out of space. Yeah. Or maybe they figured our civilization may not even exist for that long. Exactly. So why are we making all these fucking calendars? Well, look, at guys, <laughs> you guys don't think outside the box. Sometimes the most common answer is the motherfucking answer. It's yeah. Sometimes it doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think personally that. It had nothing to do with the Mayans or the Aztecs or anybody. It's the fucking aliens, guys. It's the fucking aliens. It's the fucking aliens. It's the fucking aliens. <laughs> um, no, I think it just has to do with to what extreme are people willing to uh, destroy themselves. And clearly, we have seen people are willing to do some pretty awful things to themselves. Let's yeah. use the collective we and say that humanity is hurting itself. People are putting themselves in cages. People are putting themselves in places of disparity. Yeah. I'm not blaming you, the individual. I'm blaming the whole. Because we, as a whole... Is mentality? Uh, I don't know what the word is for it, but I know that if we, as... <laughs> we live in a society. If we, as a society, cannot collectively decide what's right and wrong, we will continue to have chaos. Because that's what I think it comes down to, is that people do not want to make... They don't want to draw the line in the sand and say, this is what I'm not allowed to do. Yeah. They want to have their cake and eat it too. Which you cannot. You cannot have that. You cannot have that. It'd be awesome if you could, but that's just not how the world works. And... People need to also come to accepting that as their truth. You need to accept that the world was not made for you, Mm -hmm. and all that Earth has within it is not up to us to consume with indiscretion. Mm -hmm. We need to replenish as much as we take away, and we don't. So everything... It's just the world, we've grown to be selfish about it because... The universe, Mother Nature, is always going to be there. Yeah. She's always going to grow herself for us. We don't have to do much. And that is um, 
that's that selfish mentality that we've all gotten and grown to have. And I think that people deserve to be selfish in some ways. Yeah. Like, you deserve to put yourself before your friends. Absolutely. You deserve... The world that like to take, take, take. Right. You deserve to keep your resources as, they, as you see fit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not talking about, like, the extremes. I'm talking about the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, if you only have $5 left and that's going to buy you some Taco Bell to feed you tonight and that's all you've got, you don't have to give that away to anybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can if you want to, but, you know, a little bit of selfishness will get you a meal that night. Um, If you're hoarding your wealth because you never want to see it go away, that is a selfishness that I can't get behind. You know, that's the extreme of it. That's when you're like, oh, this person has a problem. Yeah, true. I could never see myself doing that. Me having millions and millions of dollars and not wanting to use some of it to actually make the world a better place. Like, for me, I can't fathom not thinking like that. So I don't understand how there's... What's the most selfish thing that you can possibly do if you had, like, Jeff Bezos money? Oh my god, the things I would do, I would try, there's a whole bunch of shit I'd actually do. I want to build homeless shelters. Um, no, selfish. I mean, what's, oh, what would you do for yourself first? Wow, I don't know. It's probably something like get some expensive hair, get Not some nice that. nails, get some, like, think about all the things, things you could I do. do myself without even having money. well yeah we're as beauticians yeah. yeah we can do that i'm just saying like in a theoretical there's only so much that you can do to be selfish yeah. in that position mm-hmm. i would to... buy an island where i can go and disappear at yeah, yeah you could do that you could you could and absolutely build the homeless shelters and i would probably buy an entire complex of houses for me and all my friends yeah but the point <laughs> is that there's only so much you can do for yourself with money. At some point, you're just gonna keep collecting the money and you're not gonna be able to spend all that on you and your friends and your family and whatever. True. You might as well give it to somebody else to do something with, right? Wouldn't you get bored of doing whatever you want all the time? Absolutely. That's, that that's the part boring. that I can't wrap my head around is that rich people have too many things to do. Yeah. How do you find all those things to do with your money and none of them are helping people? Look, greed is a powerful fucking drug. Yeah. Oh my god, let me tell you. It's it's funny because they give people like that tons and tons of money, but people that actually deserve it and that can make a difference are usually the ones that don't have any. Mm -hmm. But I guess it comes down to they found these attributes because they don't have money and there's never there's something always stopping them from wanting to do their wants instead of their needs i guess yeah you know i find myself in the position currently that i am robbing peter to pay paul right now Mm -hmm. i'm taking money out of my savings account just so i don't get penalized for not paying my credit card I haven't had a job since December. I would love to do more for myself and other people. I'm just not in that position right now. Yeah. And my therapist told me this morning that, you know, there may not be a an easy or a, a 
a reason you want to hear as to why that is. <clears throat> but there's some kind of reason. Maybe the place that I want to be at is not meant for me yet. The space Absolutely. that is being it's made for me so you can walk into it with is ease. in progress. Mm -hmm. And I have, I just, something is holding me back so that I don't just face plant into success. Absolutely. Right. Maybe right now at this point in your life, you just have to start manifesting what you really want. So when you get to it, you're mentally prepared to handle everything. Right. This is like way. the dream yeah. stage. Mm -hmm. This is Absolutely. the part of my life where I should just be like, scheming my little schemes mm -hmm. and, and making my little plans that's funny that we're talking about this because i'm a i i would say i'm a spiritual person i guess i um i grew up in the catholic faith because of my family yeah we were I, Catholic. yeah but i um i i'm now buddhist and i think for me that's just helped me be a calmer person because i i still don't let me get don't let it get twisted. I'm still a very aggressive, angry person. <laughs> She's a hood Buddhist. Yeah, I'm a hoodist. <laughs> but uh, I, it's definitely helped me calm down and just like take in my environment rather than always outwardly reacting to everything. Um, yeah, it's been hard for me to learn that. Yeah, it's girl, it's been fucking difficult. <laughs> That's why I've just like envisioned ripping someone's head off with my bare hands and it's yeah. kind of just like i can't do that in public no <laughs> but um fuck what was it pre what was i talking about oh yeah manifesting <laughs> lately jesus <laughs> lately i for fun actually i wouldn't say lately i do this every once in a while for fun i like to see like tarot videos on youtube oh yeah those they are ever fun. get it right yeah. <laughs> um and lately a lot for the capricorn section i've been just seeing just manifest what you want apparently i'm supposed to be manifesting good things in my life because i there's a tidal wave of abundance as they like to call it coming my way oh. um so it's funny that you were talking about that because i've been hearing that a lot just manifest positivity in your life yeah and <clears throat> i give a fair bit of credit to manifestation because yeah. I yeah. I do believe that in order to achieve things, you need to be able to visualize yourself with Doing those things, things first. Yeah. Absolutely. Because otherwise, if you do manage to achieve those things, one, you're going to have a harder time because your ambitions are somewhere else. Exactly. Or not set at all. Yeah. Um, but number two, you're going to get that thing and you're going to fumble because you don't know what to do with it. Yep. Yeah. So you need to be able to... Then what's the point of giving it to you then? <laughs> like, if you're... And I've never been a competitive athlete, but since competitive, you know, sports and the Olympics have been on, on yeah. the brain lately, uh, if I were a competitive athlete, you know, and I was going to compete for some kind of gold medal or whatever the fuck, yeah. you know, I think it would be a good idea to maybe stand in front of your mirror for like an hour and you know practice your acceptance speech or whatever i don't oh, know yeah. if they get to do that if you get to like thank your team or whatever when you get a medal i don't, so I don't I watch the olympics yeah neither do i <laughs> oh, fucking... <laughs> uh, i i think there's only once or twice in my life where i've actually watched like a full-on like swimming competition or the full-on gymnastics like i've seen clips to finish. i watched the highlights 
But yeah, highlights is only what really matters. <laughs> imagine that you're you're winning something. Yeah. And you've never won anything in your life before. That's gonna be such an overwhelming moment that you have no idea what you're gonna do. I don't think I've ever won anything before. I think I've won some like raffles or giveaway prizes yeah. sometimes, but like you know, nothing has nothing significant enough has happened to me where I've had to like actually take my own advice, but it sounds like it would be a good idea. Yeah, exactly. To practice your gratitudes, to practice, yeah. you know, being thankful for accepting things, things yeah. from wherever they're coming from because yeah. if you don't you're not gonna know what to do when it does happen to you sure. so maybe I'm a dork for you know accepting an Academy Award in my shower for a, a <laughs> leading, that for a leading that role that I'll never play because I'm not an actor and I don't aspire to be one <laughs> If something were to happen to me and I was in a moment where I had to, you know, Act do that, to save your life, yeah. Uh, I would feel a little bit more prepared in yeah. that moment. I'd be like, oh, I went over this in my head one time. I think I know what to do now. Exactly. It just lends itself to being ready for anything. Yeah. And that's what I think manifestation is really about. It's like preparing yourself for whatever may come. I, I very much do believe, like uh, manifesting positivity, um, positive thinking. That that shit definitely does work, and people should start doing that more because um, negativity only brings you negativity. That's where that phrase came from. Misery likes company. Yeah, it sure does. I know a lot of people that stay miserable because it benefits them more than if they had just gotten their shit together. Or because, because you know they're toxic people they've been these miserable toxic people for so long that's their comfortable spot at this point you know yeah they don't know anything other than scheming and shit <laughs> um on that note i have actually uh i'm not gonna get into it because it's super complicated and it would just take all day but um, I came into some information th about somebody from my past that oh. I've talked to you about. We can cover this off the air because yeah. it it's some sensitive topics, but this person is making their rounds emotionally and otherwise mm -hmm. with a certain group of women that I'm familiar with. This, this is a very toxic serpent of a man. Um, and Mike and I determined that if I had not voluntarily removed myself from that rotation of people, mm -hmm. that somewhere in between girl A and girl B, I would have been hit up. So if he had the option to, he probably would have contacted me recently to be like, hey, what's up? We should hang out, uh, fuckboy style. What the fuck? Okay, yes. And because I'm not a part of that circle anymore, yeah, because I don't be paying attention to people's over. shit, so I don't. I, I don't feel know like I have survivor's guilt, like the way that wow. the people in Final Destination did. Like, death That's just skipped crazy. over me and went to the next person. That is very crazy. And I was yeah, just I'm like, just you, I don't, I don't. Lately, since the quarantine, I'm just like, 
pretty much staying away from everybody because I just don't want to be dragged into bullshit. When I was in quarantine, I was at my lowest. Like, I was super depressed. Yeah. I figured out that I have no one. Well, I'm pretty sure I have family that I can call on, but I just never have, so I'm so used to not calling it them. It really emphasized I how lonely alone. we like, all are. I have no one. Yeah. And I just... At first, it was like that. It was like steps of recovery. Yeah. At first, I realized, you know, oh, quarantine sucks, but hey, I got a super long vacation. And then I figured out how lonely I was, and that opened my eyes to maybe... I'm lonely because of X, Y, and Z. So during the middle to the end of quarantine, and now I'm just trying to be more sociable, more open, less reserved, trying to not have too many walls built up because right. I've built myself in this pretty little castle where I'm comfortable in. Yeah. And I'm very much trying to get myself away from that. Again, I forgot what we we're talking about because I trailed off. <laughs> um, yeah, being in lockdown initially, uh, it really emphasized for me how lonely I was mm -hmm. in my relationship. Because during that time, I was still with my ex. Mm -hmm. We were technically engaged, but I had uh, retracted the engagement over a situation yeah, that occurred. For a long time. We were. Yeah. It was about if if we uh, not including what, the day that I took my ring off, it would have been two and a half years of engagement. Wow. So during the first quarantine, I. But it's good that you didn't get married, so you have no legal excellent. standing to him. Yeah. There's reason why that we like didn't get married. Yeah. Um, because we were bad for each other. Love is a beautiful blinding disease, though. Yeah, it really is. Like, I thought I could love his problems out of him. And yeah, we always feel like we can fix people, but at the end of the day, it's not your job to fix someone. During quarantine, when I lost my job, and he lost his job, and he had to do this other job that he wasn't happy with, um, it really showed me how lonely I was as a person, because he was all I had. I had friends and I had family, but I didn't want to talk to them about these problems. So it was like they weren't even there. It didn't matter. Well, you know, I'm sure you probably felt like, well, I've never talked about this with my family before, so I don't know if they're going through the same shit as I am or, you so know. So here's the thing. I already knew what they were going to say. They were going to uh -huh. tell me to break up with him and come home. And I didn't want to do that. The obvious shit. You don't tell people that. That's, that's just something. They don't even hear that because probably deep down they know they just don't want to admit it unfortunately we just we live in a world where beautiful is better <laughs> yeah you know we put the rose-colored glasses yeah. on and they get stuck and um that's what i had done for a long time so when Nobody i was locked down i literally could not cope with the fact that this person is literally out of the house all day when i'm mm -hmm. in the house they uh <laughs> they don't want to they don't like the things that i like mm -hmm. they don't like the people that i like i don't like the people that they like it was just Very it got nasty. to a point where everything was so opposite when yeah. it had originally been so like when, don't get me wrong when things started i thought they, it was going to be perfect forever because of mm -hmm. how 
close we were immediately and how uh, yeah, that close you know it how like, or... that's just the karmic person you needed this life yeah and i believe that all things serve a purpose for a limited time absolutely his t his purpose in my life ran out before i was ready to admit to it yes so mm -hmm. during quarantine i was faced with this decision where it was like i'm either going to stay with this man and we're going to end up getting married as soon as covid stops being a problem absolutely or um we're gonna break up and i'm gonna find a new a, just a new path in my life yeah and that seemed like the more desirable option sure. because uh I remember my final straw was over a bottle of wine yeah. that was gifted to us uh -huh. and the next day it was empty and I threw a holy fucking fit wow. because you know I was sick and tired you get tired of watching someone destroy themselves sure I just realized it might be cold here <laughs> oh thank you um, you get tired of watching someone destroy your destroy themselves and they were actively destroying me in the process mm -hmm. and all of those things came I could not ignore them True. you know I was able to ignore them when I had a job because I had somewhere else to be and other things to focus on exactly I was putting my job before myself because it meant not having to face my own problems oh yeah and exactly. once my therapist told me this I freaked the fuck out I had everything now full to click. blown meltdown I, you know, and then, you know, the breakup happened. And now that we're looking at a possible second lockdown, I am terrified that, you know, me and Mike are going to be separated for a long time. And then I'm going to be alone again. And it's going to be just, I'm not going to have anyone to be mad at. Yeah. I'm not going to have anyone to, to point blame at. I'm not going to have an outlet. Not that that was a, a, a good alternative, mm -hmm. but at least I had a different problem to focus on. Yeah. If we go into a second lockdown, Long Island is going to be like a desert town for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to know what to do with myself. I'm going to have nowhere to be. A full house of people with my family. And uh, it's it sounds pretty miserable <laughs> so i don't know i really want people to get their shit together that hopefully and... doesn't because i have to be out of this place in two months so imagine oh. that happens right during the lockdown am i i'm am i gonna be able to stay like right will I be what's able gonna to happen leave? it's just if people just did what you know what the world has to do and i keep, i've been saying this for fucking years hmm the whole they should send they should find a way for everybody to find out hey they pick a date two-week date where they go between this day and this day every every single fucking person in the world <laughs> is going to be in their homes and if it's homeless people find shelters find empty empty fucking buildings do whatever you need to do but the world needs san to francisco has shown us how food. easy it is to turn a homeless camp into a town bruh like so how about pay we, us to survive for two weeks yeah i don't understand why ho housing homeless people is such a big like hot topic because it should be simple 
there are tons of buildings like everywhere that have nothing in them that These people are looking for profit unfortunately and okay let me tell you the story of a, a building that got built next to my high school when i was a teenager yeah okay for everyone's reference i'm 26 right now and i will be out of high school for 10 years next summer yes so there was uh there is a shopping center next to the high school i went to uh-huh. and it's just like every other suburban strip mall, it's a bunch of places to eat and a bunch of places to shop. Yeah. So naturally, that's where me and my friends would go hang out after always, school because, like, oh we don't want to go home. Um, for a while, we couldn't do that because there was some construction in the parking lot. Uh, they were building a new building attached to the Michael's Craft Store. So, a bunch of students lost their uh, parking privileges in that parking lot because their spaces didn't exist anymore. And, um, not for nothing, but our designated fighting area for after school <laughs> fights yeah. was also. They didn't want to do it in the school grounds to my kids' attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, that space was also overtaken by the building of this structure. Yeah. To this day, no one has occupied that space. It's been for lease since before I graduated. Damn. Do you know how many people could have been living in that building? Do you know how many people could have been treated in that building Absolutely. if it was converted to a medical space? Absolutely. Like a privately owned urgent care or something? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it wouldn't be out of place. That's another thing I would love to create if I ever had like Jeff Bezos money. Lots of, lots of like free clinics or like Somewhere where some where people can go to just get healthy, if places that you can just walk in cost, at any yeah. time. It kills me that you're city, figured it out. Why can't the fuck we? <laughs> city MD costs hundred and twenty dollars to visit. They're if they and they're and they're awful. They're awful. I took a, a PCR test for my COVID there once. Never got the fucking results. Till this day, I'm still wondering if I had COVID or not. Oh my Thankfully, God. I didn't because two days later, I took another one and I found out. But imagine if I was still waiting and I had yeah. COVID. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It's absolutely insane to me how uh, people misuse resources. That building could have been used for a number of things. It also could have been turned into like an arcade or something fun. For the students to do instead of loitering and shoplifting like me right, and my like friends used to do a something it's like damn, people, the greed in people it's just wow, like what's the point like what's the point that, but there's other people where that type of behavior is just normal and i am tired of it right it's like but you know what it's it's, it's because cheating and getting their way to the top in unconventional ways. Well, I wouldn't say unconventional ways, um, but- Unethical. Unethical ways, yes. It's it's normal for someone evil, basically. <laughs> That's normal shit for them. So of course you're gonna find your way to the top if you're scheming your way up to the fucking top. It's gonna yeah. be easy. For people that wanna do it the honest way, it's easy harder scheming. because, you know, Which we have morality. <laughs> you Ethical know, morality. I wish I could come up with a really 
hot, like, lucrative, dumb idea, but everything I think of has already been done. <laughs> you know, I'm not Is nearly that? in a position, like, I don't have enough money to even convince people that my ideas are even good in the first place. I suck at convincing people. Thanks. I couldn't sell anything to anybody. Even I can't yeah. act for shit. I can't, I'm I can't. a terrible salesman. I can't do it. I'm a horrible salesman. I, I think I would be a good actress because I am very comfortable putting on different hats, I guess. Um, oh yeah, I could do yeah. that. I could pretend that I'm somebody else. Yeah. But Which I can't. Acting, yeah. I have a hard time selling myself. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I suck at selling myself. And it's it like, makes me, me. I'm good. I just don't know how to tell you. <laughs> and it makes me nervous because yeah. sometimes I feel like I, you know, I get that imposter syndrome thing a lot, where like sometimes I could be talking to my therapist and I, I'll just have a moment where I'm like, oh god, I've convinced them that I'm a good person. Ah, yeah. I know exactly what you're feeling. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it's not even like, I don't want to believe that I'm a bad person, but I don't believe that people by default are good because yeah. of, you know, the way things are and how they came to be this way. Mm -hmm. So I can't bring myself to believe that people are inherently good either. Yeah. You know, if anything, we're all just the same amount of stupid and some of us managed to find that advantageous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can't all be Paris Hiltons and pretend to be dumb for a living and actually get even richer off of that. You know, I would love to know who Paris would have been if she wasn't born into a wealthy family. Wow, just another white girl. Would she? Would she have been just another white girl? Or would she still have found a way? To, to be rich. Paris Hilton. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, hmm. Like, if she was born Becky O'Grady, I don't think... <laughs> I have a Becky hard time believing that, that she would... question. That she could make it to the position she is again. But what, you know, it's not like... And I would just like to go on the record and say, I love Paris Hilton. I appreciate yeah. the fuck out of her. I think that what she and Nicole Richie did was admirable. Oh yeah, I forget Nicole Richie was in that show with her. To do uh, The Simple Life and take the amount of bullshit that they got from doing that show. Jesus. That created a breed of just like stupidity. The people that would follow what they would say, what they'd wear. People oh, Jesus. who did not understand what satire was. Exactly. But then again, I guess, like, this is a... I don't think they did either. <laughs> it was just dumb luck. Dumb sheer luck. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it comes down to. The same kind of luck that has you be born into a rich family is the same kind of dumb luck that creates cultures, entire cultures around things like The Simple Life. And The Simple Life turned into Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh yeah. <laughs> it sure did. did. The breed of people that now talk like the Kardashians, like, oh my god, the like... I the vocal fry. so crazy that, um... It, oh, Jesus Christ. I fucking hate the way they talk. Oh man, I could never watch the Kardashians. Like, they, they make me homicidally angry. It's, I've definitely watched maybe 
three yeah maybe like three episodes and in those three episodes i knew this is something i i never want to watch again it's like i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know why people like them so much it's a lot it's like people fucking idolize these family it's like bruh they're not gods they shit the same we the same way we do they have diarrhea the same way we do they fart the same way we do they pick their nose the same way we do like come on guys it's not that serious that's, but i guess that's the that's that's entertaining for you they they entertain us they entertain us <laughs> yeah even if i mean we're t- we're sitting here talking about it so it's got to be at least somewhat effective exactly. you know that's very true. They figured it out. See, instead of watching TV, I'll do things like watch YouTube videos on yeah. how to crochet. <laughs> or, uh, I've been trying to learn how to watercolor recently. Oh my god, that police car. <laughs> oh, he's having a rave out there. Okay. Wake up, motherfuckers. <laughs> right? Drama. Drama. Some poor night worker is it's like, like screaming right now. <laughs> like, why is there gonna be a crime at a quarter after 3 p.m.? I just got to bed. <laughs> yeah, so instead of watching shows about celebrities, I tend to watch content like uh, how to do different things on YouTube. Yeah. Like, this morning, um, I had to kill some time because my brother got home from work at, like, 3 in the morning, and then he had to do his other job until, like, 6 in the morning. Wow. So I had to do something quietly because, unfortunately, when I stay at my brother's house, we have to share a king-size bed. Okay. So we're on, like, opposite sides of the mattress. Yeah. So I'll be, like, quietly looking at things on my phone until he wakes up in the morning. Exactly. And, um, I was looking at videos about polymer clay because I have a ton of polymer clay and I don't have any ideas of what to do with it. Yeah. Aside from, like, one project that I've been working on. But I have, like, two pounds of clay to, excuse me, to burn through. Damn, so two pounds of clay. Which is a lot. I didn't realize how much three pounds of clay was going to be on Amazon. It, it and was, then it comes to you like, that's how much three pounds is. Yes, I was holding it in my hands and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like half a baby. Right. Um, yeah, I w- I'll watch like tutorials on how to do different art forms. Because watching TV, like conventional programming that people watch drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. I can't get into it. There are things that I can watch. Like, I'm watching Shit's Creek with Mike. Oh, that's a good one. Shit's Creek. Um, it's funny as hell. David is my favorite. Yeah, I, right? I identify <laughs> most with David. I love David. <laughs> um, and... Moira's my favorite character, the mom. <laughs> oh my god. She's she a fucking mess, man. I love Moira. The way that she tries to, like, act her way out of every situation <laughs> when she clearly that just... Fucking acts it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Jesus. I love Moira. But I... My thing is, I can't seem to watch these types of programs by myself because mm-hmm. I won't be motivated to do it. Yeah. So, I literally only watch them with Mike. Oh, shit. 
And right now we're listening to a podcast separately that we're going to pick up on when we get back together at some point. Um, I told you already what this podcast was, but it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Yes. (laughs) And uh, it's things like this that remind me that my taste in media is not... um, not the standard. Yeah. <laughs> I would be devastated, personally. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. That's just not something I would want to read. Ever. Yeah. Those are just things you don't want to find out from your parents. For all, for all you know, they just had sex however many times they needed to, to create you. So if you have three brothers and sisters, they only had sex four times and that's it. That's all that happened. At least when you're talking about, like, it, it would seem that this person, by the way, I forgot to tell you the best part, his pen name is Rocky Flintstone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it sounds like this man only had sex enough times to produce his children. Imagine if he ended up being a porn star in his youth. Oh my god, like Rocky Flintstone yes, used to be his, his porn, porn name. <laughs> oh no. That would be fucking amazing. Terrible. <laughs> Rocky Flintstone. Jesus, that is his porn hub name. That's what that is. You got some cool parents, kid. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're gonna take a break and we will be back after this. And we're back. We're back at it again. How do you do a cheer? Yeah. We're back at it, bitches. Yeah, so um, we talked a little bit about a possible second lockdown. Yes. And I wanted to discuss the challenges of learning new things because that's all I do in my free time, as yeah. we talked about. Um, Absolutely. So do I do. I do the same thing. What are some things that you've tried to learn during uh, all of the COVID panic? Um, for me, I I try to learn new things when I'm bored. So doing new things during lockdown wasn't really difficult for me to do. Um, I, I tried to learn like new languages. So I, le- I learned a little German, which I don't remember anymore. <laughs> German's hard. Uh, it's pretty hard, yeah. I try to learn a little French. Um, yeah, just different things. I, I learned how to do, like right now, um, and I'm still in that mode too, because we're forever, until we don't have to use these masks anymore, we're gonna forever be in a lockdown, I feel. Yeah. So lately I've been learning um, data analytics, how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, I just try to always do learn something like my hair i try i started that during quarantine well before it but it's that mentality where i'm just learning new things because i'm bored i always have to keep myself busy or else destruction ensues yeah i feel that like i get very self-destructive if i don't have enough stuff going on exactly which is why i'm constantly rotating between making art and doing crafts and like you know, playing video games because if I don't do all those things, I'll I'll lose my mind. Absolutely. And um, 
my therapist this morning also said that he's gonna give me a little an article on Friday to read about how uh, ADD is usually misdiagnosed in women because they present differently. I probably read that article too. Yeah, I remember reading that that sort of like subject. How like young boys will be bouncing off the wall, but like young girls will be completely lost in thought. Yeah, that was me. I think that's why um they kept that sort of attribute for ADHD is hyperactiveness. And a lot of the times it's not that. So that's why right. a lot of girls were always misdiagnosed. It's because they just didn't pick it up on us. Yeah, you know, I was the quiet daydreamer type. Mm-hmm. So and I. Well, they- I started out violent, but as I grew up, I became that silent, always daydreaming in class type of girl, yeah. And they thought that my problem was that I was just lazy or... Mm-hmm couldn't apply myself. What does it yeah. mean to apply yourself? Can, can anyone actually tell me what that means? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know what that phrase means out of context. All I heard growing up was, you need to apply yourself. I am so applied to everything that I do, and if the thing that you're having me do is not interesting enough for me to, quote, apply myself, it's a problem with your curriculum. Absolutely. It's not a me problem. It's a you problem. If you can't keep a student engaged, which technically is your job as a teacher. Right. Then, bro, it's not me. You just you just don't know how to be a teacher. <laughs> like. Well- the only thing I can remember about my seventh grade math teacher was that she brought moose poop to school one day. Cannot remember anything about algebra. Isn't that like a tr- oh, treat? Moose poops? Oh no, I'm thinking about moose tracks, that ice cream. Moose tracks! Yeah. I'm gonna cry! <laughs> no, apparently old white women do arts and crafts with moose poop. That's nasty. Yeah. Like physical moose poop? Yeah, because they poop these little like pellets. That's nasty. <laughs> I've tried to learn new art techniques in like watercolors and uh, I think I mentioned that already but watercolors are especially fun yeah because even if you don't know what you're doing it's still a really great time yeah you know I've, I've definitely had my frustrations with it when I try to do like more refined artwork but I've just come to realize I'm not a refined artist I'm not yeah. the type of artist that does super polished work that's like technically correct and my brain doesn't fathom that. <laughs> no, I like chaos and I like to make a mess. Exactly. <laughs> I like things to be bright and colorful and fun and not necessarily have to be like, you know, oh, the composition of this work is quite exquisite. <laughs> no, that's not who I am. Maybe my work is never going to be in a gallery or something, but if it's in somebody's house, I'm happy. Well, you never know, yeah. Somebody, or there's, maybe there's, might. yeah, there's always something for everybody. <clears throat> you never know. Um, should we do our mental health check-in? Sure. Let's start with you. Um, <laughs> well, I'd like to start off by saying I've been doing bad. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been doing just bad. <laughs> um, just, just bad. Yeah, I I think my psychiatrist needs to tweak my medication mm-hmm. because I have fallen back into the pit of despair. You know, things have just felt and seemed otherwise pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, you know, what's the opposite of fruitful? Fruitless? Fruitless. Okay. Fruitless endeavors. 
you know, I can't help but think about how I came to exist in the universe. Mm -hmm. And it was by, you know, two people committing adultery, number one. And number two, just making a person by accident, which is apparently very easy to do. Yeah. The people that don't deserve it, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, it's hard for me to feel like my life has any type of meaning or purpose to it. Mm -hmm. And for a while I was like, oh, well, maybe I just don't have a purpose in my life and that's fine. Yeah. Which, you know, it is fine, but it's also kind of meh. It feels very meh. Yeah. I've had I've had that feeling before like what am I put here to do like am I put here to just be in pain all the time so someone else could you know have it good or am I here to do good things am I here to um, change the world am I here to shit I don't know am I even in charge of yeah. what if am I in charge of determining what I do is good or not do I have that power, or is it up to someone else? Exactly. You know, it's all very confusing and existential, and at the end of the day, it makes me want to just, like, play video games until my body rots and I become part exactly. of my mattress. <laughs> no. Not good. We must survive. Oh, and I try. <laughs> I do. Like, by some absurd miracle, yeah. I've made it this far. And then you start to think then. If I keep surviving these circumstances, I'm meant to be here. You know, and then right, it comes yeah, back to that question, but for what? But well, for what, yeah. <laughs> so it's an endless life. Like an endless cycle. And do I truly want for not if I ask these questions? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've, I've definitely felt like, I still kind of feel like that. Like, what is my purpose? Sometimes a void just feels very empty. Yeah, so I've been looking into the void lately. Yeah. And the void does not answer back. It's just there. You're like, well, you're not helpful at all, buddy. No. <laughs> God damn it. Save me, save me. <laughs> There's, um, isn't there, um, a Hulu documentary called Hail Satan? Probably. About the Satanist culture. And I, one of my, um, actually one of my, not my coworkers, one of my, um, old clients she she watched a documentary she told me about it she's like i think i've become a satanist <laughs> i was like holy shit listen satanism on paper is actually better than catholicism yeah she was telling me of some some of the things and it's not what people think it is honestly um i'm not saying i'm i'm a satanist by any means but um, satanism is a very do no harm but take no shit type of philosophy yes, and i'm very um i i it's not something I would do, but I, what was I going to say? I like, I don't, I don't condone what people, people decide what makes them okay with this world. Like it, it makes them okay with trying to be okay with the world and survive it. So yeah. if you want to be a Satanist and that's how you be hot, that's how you make the world better in your eyes, by all means. Be my guest. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's not harming me, so why the fuck would I care? Yeah, you know, I believe that there are some extremes that are worth going to. Mm -hmm. And I guess, in a way, that could, out of context, could make me sound like one of those crazy QAnon people, right? Yeah. 
but we're at the same time, the yeah, we, we all have, we're all certified crazy. Yeah. Like, it's just a matter of who's willing to admit to it. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I believe that if somebody, if somebody is going to abuse their power, they should not be in a position of power anymore. Yeah. But people have a hard time deciding what, where on the scale are they willing to enforce that. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to just say it? Are you going to do something about it? Yeah. What are you going to kill this person? Like, what, what are you going to do? That's very true. And I think that's where Satanism loses its power, is that it's kind of hard to enforce without breaking the law and getting in trouble. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you have to think about what is it worth to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As of right now, I don't see anything worth me creating chaos. <laughs> yeah, I don't... There are no problems in my life right now that I'm willing to go to jail over. Yeah, exactly. So it's not... It's not a big deal. Exactly. And that's where the very meh, great area feeling is for me, where I'm just kind of like, nothing is really a big enough deal for, for me to do anything about it. Everything seems gray, if that's a good way of putting it. Everything is great. Your yeah. emotions feel gray, the world around you feels gray. That's exactly what it is. It's like the conversations you may have for work or whatever, they are gray. Like, people can be telling you the most exciting news, but in your mind it's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Like, sure, I'm happy for you, yeah. but what does this mean for me? Exactly. It's great that you feel great. But I still don't. But I don't ever feel great. <laughs> so, me saying, oh my god, that's amazing, That oh, I'm so happy for you. That's just a natural reaction of how you think someone happy for you would sound like. Right, yeah. yeah. It feels more performative. Yes. Exactly. I yeah. a lot of that throughout the fucking day. So I don't know what that's gonna mean for my for me and my new psychiatrist because I will be meeting him for the first time on Friday oh. and having to tell him all of this. And uh, they're probably gonna do something with my medication. Don't know what they're gonna do yet. I haven't gotten a blood draw in two months, I found mm -hmm. out. My Snapchat reminded me that I haven't gotten uh or not no, I got the results a long time ago. Oh, it was okay. just, they check my blood every month for uh, certain levels of my medication to make sure oh, okay. that I don't have too much of something. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't gotten a blood draw in two months because no one has scheduled one. And that's not really up to me necessarily. It's up to the psychiatrist exactly. because he's the one that has to review that information. Mm -hmm. So I think my other psychiatrist, the one that I just got done talking to, uh, was not doing his job completely. Like, I got along with him fine, which was a first for me and a psychiatrist, but, uh, you know, there are steps missing. Yeah, exactly. But that's pretty much where I'm at in terms of mental health. Well, hopefully everything works out, and then people start doing their jobs. <laughs> Somebody's got to. But you know what it is, too? They don't put a lot of budget into mental health services, and I think that's why. Especially, I feel like, in New York. That's why I see so many, like, schizophrenic out on the street, and just people, Oh like, my god, yeah. Air. 
It's so sad seeing that type of shit. We got followed by someone who was clearly having an episode. Um, I don't know if I told you a few weeks ago, my family and I went to, uh, we went to Union Square. Oh, the Harry Potter thing, right? The Harry Potter yeah. thing. Yeah, this guy who was clearly having a mental health issue followed us for like 20 blocks and harassed my family and tra- traumatized my kids. And, uh, it was sad yeah, because. Thought, like one of your friends or your cousins. Was, he thought that he yeah. knew us. He thought that he recognized us. And, uh, I don't need to recap that situation because it gives yeah. me high blood pressure, but. What I will say is, it was a very sad situation, yeah, because all I story. wanted to do was knock this guy on his ass. But you know, it was like a mental illness. And, and it would not have been correct, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. My my fight response was up because I felt like my family was being threatened. Yeah. But at the same time, this guy was just being a nuisance. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was... Being a nuisance, but also probably had no idea why he was doing it. And that was the part that I was like, well, now I don't know what to do. Yeah. Now you have to figure out, like, kind of put yourself in his position where, like, you're like, all right, I'm feeling this type of way, but, you know, he's schizophrenic. So he's having full-on conversations with people in his head and me at the same time. Yeah. So trying to put yourself in that position where you're just like, well... It's not entirely his fault, you know? And I'm pretty sure that he lived, like, in the park because he had just been sleeping on a bench before that. Mm-hmm. It was a mess. Jeez. I couldn't even imagine being in that position. No, yeah. It was a hot mess. Um, with the amount of resources that otherwise would be available to mental health if it weren't being funneled into a bullshit police budget. Girl. We and in conjunction with those, uh, my thing is, if you're gonna throw so much fucking money into the police department, at least also put it towards something good, not for police officers to get fucking brand new Dodge Chargers or utility belts, Ferraris, like they do in fucking Cali. Give it to precincts so they can fucking test rape kits in different like states. There's states in this world right now where. The rape kit mount is like four, four thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. It's like, bro, really? <laughs> I just and I was talking about this with my coworkers. She was saying how um, she saw the list of how much the you know the NYPD get, and um, she didn't tell me the price, but she said it was in a, cr- a crazy amount. And I told her the same thing: if they're gonna give the police access to this much money, put it to good fucking use. That's what I'm saying. Put it to like, train them more. Put it to. They need sensitivity training. Yeah. They need training on how to deal with people with autism exactly. or people with schizophrenia. You need to be able to identify when someone's having a mental health episode right? or if they're having some kind of, you know, meltdown. Stop constantly feeling like you're being threatened. You're a cop, bro. <laughs> of course you're going to be threatened. Of course like, you're be threatened. that's part of your job. Yeah, you're supposed to be okay with that so you can defuse the situation, not make it worse. Exactly. Like, if that's the case, why the fuck did you become a cop? It's not because of the pretty uniforms. Like, you know, all those stories I heard about children being roughed up by cops oh. because, oh, this kid was in juvenile hall. 
So, they could have gotten sent to juvie for something as simple as pushing another kid exactly. down. If it, it depends on the county, it depends on the parents, it depends Jesus. on the Board of Ed. You know, this is what the word systemic means. It's a system. Yeah. And all of those things together combine to create these scenarios mm -hmm. and nobody seems to know what to do. Absolutely. The only people that seem to have any idea are the people on Facebook using their hindsight. <laughs> yeah. Which I find, you know, to be annoying as hell. There's like a level of stupidity just floating in the fucking air. Like everybody Snobbing. thinks they know everything about everything. It's like, ugh. This is why I hate people sometimes. Because it's like, we encounter so many stupid fucking people, and I think that's why we're there's people in this world that are so depressed, because people that are depressed are able to pick up on the bullshit a lot better. So because we're able to pick up the bullshit so much easier, we suffer because of it. Yeah. Because we know there's just so much stupidity floating in the fucking air and how do you get away from this stupid shit? You can't. Yeah, and that's, that's what another, makes us depressed. That's another thing that like really gets me down is, uh, you know, coping with what's going on around me. Mm -hmm. Like, not only do I have my own problems, but I'm watching other people have their problems and it's like, what are we, what are, what are any of us supposed to do? Exactly, and I feel like they always say, well, you can't, it's their problem, you can't internalize their, or some shit. I, I'm not, I, it's not that, to be a therapist, we're not like, internalizing anything, this is just, all external stimuli. Yeah. But even if you tell us to try to control it, how the fuck are we supposed to do that? I come That's to you so you can tell me how to do I it. I wanna know. It's Give like, me a breakdown. It's like, don't tell me. I'm here so you can teach me how I can do that. Instead of just right. being like, well, you know, you just gotta go with the flow. Alright, tell be. me how to go with the flow then. <laughs> Stop giving me your woo-woo bullshit right. and give me something valuable. Concrete. Something I can fucking use. Yeah. You telling me to just be happier. How do I do you that? Know what, Mother, <laughs> I think you really need to apply yourself. That's what you're missing <laughs> in your life. Then how do I apply myself? Tell me these tricks because obviously I don't fucking know them. Yeah, I don't get it. People are great at coming up with platitudes and just spewing empty garbage right there's like no solid meat to your fucking sandwich yeah it's just lettuce and bread honey it's just lettuce and fucking bread it's all filler it's all motherfucking filler people frustrate me to no end oh, when they act like uh anything in life is simple well, it's, it's not bad. everything is so multifaceted mm -hmm. and as they say <laughs> You know, I used to think of myself as a very impatient person mm -hmm. until I realized how much patience I have actually used to not go to jail in life. <laughs> like, I feel like I have zero patience, but the shit I gotta listen to every day and I haven't killed anybody yet, that is patience. Like, we haven't been arrested for assaulting, like, strangers. Even though you think about it when you're walking down the street, because I know I do, <laughs> especially if someone But me we out. have the restraint to not actually do it. Exactly. And because of that, we are actually very patient people. With the fact that we have to put up with so much shit from stupid people, it's like, bruh, if you only knew, as you were talking, I figured out 30 different ways to fucking chop off your head <laughs> with only a butter knife. It's oh my like, god. 
it's uh and I sometimes I feel like doesn't that make you like a murderer no it just makes you intolerable to intolerable to bullshit and bullshit people is that the right use of usage of intolerable no I think no. it I think you meant uh tolerant yes tolerant yeah and I can say I can pronounce that better too <laughs> Yeah, it makes you less tolerant of the stupid people. (laughs) And you know what? You don't even have to apologize for that because there are people who are dumber than you and only know English. (laughs) And that's funny because I was born in this country, but English is not my first language. My mother, who worked all the time because she was a single parent, um, she found a lady at church that would take care of me. And this woman only spoke Portuguese. That was my first language was Portuguese. Oh, wow. I understand it till till this day. I understand it a little bit, but speaking it has become difficult as I gotten older. Beautiful language, though. Yeah, I've only ever spoken English, so I I can't really say anything about that. (laughs) Um, I have tried to learn other languages. I tried learning Spanish in school growing up, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately they teach you uh, an old dead language. (laughs) I used to hate it. I used to hate it when I would go to school and, no, not even Latin, they would teach you like, uh, like Spaniard Spanish, but like old Spaniard Spanish. So you would go to school and- They would teach me, um, Spanish from, I'm doing air quotes right now, Spanish from Spain and Mexico. So if, if anybody knows anything about the Spanish culture, Culture, every Spanish culture. I'm telling you, that was. Funny. But if anybody knows anything about the Spanish cultures in this world, everybody has a different version of their Spanish. Yeah. So Spain has a different. Even countries of like little towns of Spain within Spain, they have their every single place in Spain has their own way of saying speaking Spanish. So you're if you're like from like local dialects, if you're like from Madrid, you're Madrileño and you know Madrid Spanish and Cat, um, Catalina or Catalonia yeah. or whatever, that's a different type of Spanish. Dominicans have a completely different type of Spanish. Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans have their own Spanish. Their own Mexicans Spanish. have Mexicans their own Spanish. Well and Mexico Spanish. is a very it's big Colombia. place, so yeah. there are different kinds of Mexican Spanish. Absolutely. Like it's the same thing everywhere because where you have these small smaller communities that are a little bit farther out from each other they just develop their own way of doing things absolutely and that's how it's always been like things weren't standardized really until like the modern era where everyone was expected to do things the same way as each other which is fucking weird like me as a dominican if someone from let's say fuck um if someone from argentina if i was seeing something on TV and something from a, somebody from a, from Argentina was speaking Spanish, it would be, for me, it would be, I would understand technically what they were saying because it's all Spanish, but at the same time, I wouldn't understand any word they're saying because they sound things out a different way. Um, they say Spanish words a different way. They, pronou- they you know, their pronouns, their, yeah, the pronouns. 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 Oh my god, pronouns. Getting tongue-tied today. <laughs> the pronouns and, you know, the adjectives, It's everything is different. Yeah. 
I would hate it when I would go to school and they would be like, Hola, como estas? Me llamo et, you know, it, it yeah. sounded like a fucking episode of Dora the Explorer. But then you would go home and your um, your aunts and your uncles would be like, Hola, como esta? Exactly. <laughs> it would, it'd be different. You're like, I didn't teach that. I, I didn't get taught this in, in they don't in teach school. you the speed no the inflection because dominicans talk spanish fucking fast bro there's like no periods and puerto no ricans we drop syllables like a yeah. motherfucker we don't even try to pronounce the s sound anymore like oh shit the um car gajo you guys pronounce it gajo el gajo yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. God forbid you don't know your J's and H's. Like, oh my God. It's different everywhere in the world. I remember um, I took Spanish in high school and elementary school. It was easier for me because I already knew Spanish. Yeah. Um, but I, even like learning Spanish words while I was in school, they would teach us a new Spanish word. And in my head, I'd be like, that's wrong. But it's because my form of Spanish was different from someone who spoke Mexican. Or Mexican Spanish, not yeah. You know, I remember that one time we had uh, a couple of girls at work that were talking shit about us in Mexican. We figured out they were Mexican because of the slang they were using. Do you remember that? Um, it was like these two skinny girls. They were sitting in a booth. I think I do remember these girls. Actually, it was Soho, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, they were complaining about something. I forgot what they were complaining about, but it was probably like, oh, this is so simple, I could have done this myself or whatever. I remember, yeah. And I love to just let people like that talk. Yeah. So I can figure out what they're about and also figure out how I can give a funny-ass retort. Yeah. Like, first of all, bitch, uh, I do speak Spanish. Yeah, fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah! Fucking bitches. And the reason why I'm not doing this is you're a nasty ass bitch. And your fingers smell like cum. Oh yeah, my oh, uh... god! <laughs> the X-rated episode. Right. Shit. Speaking of this uh, podcast about the porno that this guy's dad wrote is phenomenal That's and hilarious. I cannot recommend it enough. Dad wrote a porn. And this is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Dads write the darndest things. Jesus. But it's definitely not a show you would watch on uh, TBS. In while I'm listening to it, I'm like in my head trying to imagine what the guy writing it was thinking of. And it's really hard to know if our visions are aligned, but it seems like this man has only had sex enough times to produce his children and then it also would seem like he did it through a bed sheet in the dark where he couldn't see what was going on there's a big bed sheet covering the woman and all there is is one hole yeah isn't that how the um the hasidic jews have sex i've heard that but i've also heard that's not true i'm sure it isn't true but you know hollywood (laughs) yeah i would love to believe that that's not a thing anywhere but i'm sure somebody's done it at at least once i know right jesus that's so weird no i watched it in a movie sorry to all the city shoes i'm very bad Ah! 
um, you know, I'm very sorry. It's a bad thing to say. Um, I actually I watched in a movie. It's called what's the movie called again? God, it's a Spanish movie, and it's called something with chocolate in it. Oh my God, it's like chocolate and water, or it's it's a Spanish movie. I I'll figure out the name of it. Chocolate but it's, and um, water. It's it's a pretty it's actually a, a pretty good movie. Um, but there was a scene where these two young couple they were just recently married and there was a scene where they were what was it it was on their it was their honeymoon so this it's jesus christ guys <laughs> this whole movie takes place in like the the olden days as they would say yeah and um one of the scenes is after they're married they go to the marital bed um and the way they had sex back in the day was the women just would lay down on the bed first they'd put a white sheet because they had to people had to make sure she was still virgin and then she would lay down and then the guy would lay a sheet over her completely cover her but there was a hole in the middle of the sheet and that's how they had sex that's how babies were made apparently back in the day yeah and when that was done to make sure she was still a virgin um, I think either the next day or like after they were finished a few minutes later, an older woman would come in and just grab the blanket, lift it up, and they'd see if she was still a virgin. Because all the blood would be on that white sheet. It's so it's it's a very good movie, but it was oh, it's just weird. That is super weird. It's called like water for chocolate. That... Como agua para chocolate. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh my god. I feel scarred just hearing that. It was, um, it, I've never read the book. I heard the book was very, it was much better than the movie, but you have to move, watch this movie one day. It was, it's very good. I mean, I'll watch it, but I don't think anything could compare to what I just heard. <laughs> it was such a great storyteller, I'm just <laughs> telling you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's how they, um, that's how they did it. That's, uh, just put a fucking sheet over God damn. And that's all that's that that one time you how you had sex. Hopefully you had a kid and you never had to do it again. What a sad world the you know, the our earth used to be. Jeez. I can never imagine. No. And it was definitely not for the woman's enjoyment. <laughs> no, of course not. I mean a lot of guys still don't believe that it is now. It's a Jesus, there's there's the, the number of the men that think that sex is just for them is appalling. It's <laughs> it's not just for you guys. Sorry to burst your bubble. Women get horny just as much as men do. Probably more. So. Probably more. <laughs> I mean, like... we actually have functioning imaginations. <laughs> exactly. It's like, ugh. like women, women. It feels good for women too. Yeah. It's, it's supposed a, to. It's supposed to. It's not about you, bro. It's never about you. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, my brother was on Instagram and read a meme out loud that said, uh, if a woman's orgasm was required to make a child, there would be approximately 11 people on the planet. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And I just Aww. thought that was hysterical. <laughs> Approximately. Only 11. Just 11. Yeah. That seems like a fair number. Just about. 
Yeah, that's fucking true. Because since men only think it's about them, they don't put any effort to make it feel good for us. The amount of encounters I've had where I was not even asked, like, how I was doing at any point of the process. Yeah. Nearly all of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good look, bro. It's not. That is not a good look. I need you guys to do better, be better. I think maybe I've had maybe like out of all the partners I've had, maybe two of them I would call compatible. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I had like only bad sex with people. Yeah. I had to do a lot of the work myself. I made it good for me. Shit. But also it should never be the, well No, it should never be the case. If you both are having sex, it should equal you both should equally be responsible. You should for equally pro- for each other's pleasure. Exactly. Like, what's the problem with that? I and I have zero desire to know what my parents' sex life was like. I yeah. think that goes for all people yeah. that you just don't want to know. For all children, absolutely. But I hope to God it was healthy. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't, but I can only hope. <laughs> oh shit, you're like, I'm sure it wasn't, but... One can only dream. Because, <laughs> like I said, it is stupidly easy to make a person. Yeah. Just don't try and have fun, man. That's how people get pregnant. I think most of the time when people can get pregnant is because they are so severely just stressing them out over the fact that, why can't I get pregnant? Because they're trying to be fucking hard, bro. Yeah, there's something interesting to me about that, where, like, the people who want it the hardest tend to have the most problems, and I think, and I think, I'm no doctor, but I think it's because you're putting so much stress on yourself to make it happen, that that's why it's not happening. Because you can stress yourself out of a period. I've done it. Yeah, that's true. That's why people think they're pregnant sometimes. Nah, bitch, it's just you too fucking stressed. <laughs> I know someone who only just started getting periods again and hasn't wow. had them since high school because of the amount of stress they've been under their entire life. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's absolutely wackadoodle. But, um, you know, I think that's why some people have a really hard time getting pregnant because they're so stressed out about it. Absolutely. That's why there's so many stories where people can't get pregnant and then they adopt and then all of a sudden they get pregnant. It's because you're not stressed about a kid no more. Or you're technically stressed about a kid because you just adopted a kid, but you're not stressing your body out over making a child. Yeah. My my thing to everybody who's trying to get pregnant, don't stress, just have fun practicing. Yeah. (laughs) And I promise you, in no time we'll be pregnant. Yeah. Also drink some Mama Juana. <laughs> That's um Dominican Mamahuana. They're from what I hear they're magical baby makers. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's uh a market of people who will try like any type of baby making potion. Mm-hmm. You all those yeah, those are the type of people you always see in the in the what is it called in the botanicas. Yeah. <laughs> Where they can get special like little potions or special candles that they could light up. Like, honey, half of this shit is crockery. All you need to do is just relax. <laughs> yeah. 
you knew how to relax. You'd have a baby in no time. Relaxing? What is relaxing? I have not heard this phrase before. <laughs> I'm having a hard time relaxing watching you do all that hair. Oh my god, look at go my Like it looks like so much work. Being still for for too long. It's ugh. I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea, but my need to not do hair for a month is greater than my need to not do this. So that's a fair enough point. Yeah. <laughs> my hair is gonna take about seven months to get to like two inches, so I'm gonna have oh, to learn yeah. how to do wow, finger waves. Wow, your hair out a lot though, now that I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah it's getting there. Like, damn, your pixie did it. Like, mm-hmm. buzz cut it. I, I did buzz yeah. it off. I completely buzzed my hair off. Yeah, because you put that pink right after it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're gonna go back fast. You already have like, you already have, um, what is that, like, a few centimeters? Yeah, about. Yeah. Um, I'm looking into getting this UV reactive hair dye. Oh yeah, you said about it. Glow in the dark. Yeah, it's gonna be like uh, a hot pink color in the sun, or like in regular lighting, and then fuchsia in the sun. That would look so fucking cool, man. But I'm excited to do a bunch of different colors with my hair, because now that I'm comfortable with being bald, yeah. which is fantastic, by the way, um... You know, if it's I so much easier. if I manage to damage my hair doing all these different colors and stuff, you I could just shave it off shave again. It off again. Yeah. Like, who cares? Exactly. It's gonna be a couple years until I have length again. Like, yeah. I don't particularly mind that. And I think that's why when people get cut cut their hair that short, it stays short for a really long time. Is because they know the growing out process is gonna be fucking brutal oh yeah so they I'm might prepared. as well enjoy that hair that short hair for quite some time and get it out their system because i'm ready for when it. i damn near like i i cut my hair really fucking short i um i just the thought of me growing it back because my hair is so fucking curly yeah and it shrinks so much when it dries so that weird period for me was gonna last at least two years Solid. Yeah. When for most people that's like six months to a year. No, two imagine two solid fucking years of weird hair. Mm. You gotta be committed to that shit. You have to be committed to actually doing something about it. Exactly. Which is why I got a big ass jar of eco gel. Yeah, yeah, I have the same thing with the black It's Cheap as fuck. <laughs> it works. Oh my god, that's so true. Eco gel has saved my life on many occasions. I got the one with argan oil in it. That's probably why my shit's growing so fast. The black top with everything is like almost like a yellow color. Like it's yellow, but it's actually a red top now. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Cause mine, mine isn't the argan oil one. It's the castor oil one. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's the black top one. But it's cool because my gel has that sort of mica, so mm-hmm. it's like very like pearly and shit. I'm like, that's ooh, cool. it's special. I like that. I just, I'm so amused by like when you hold the container and you jiggle it a little oh, bit. Yeah. And you see the little bubbles <laughs> inside moving. Oh shit. Just gel hair thing. things. Gel, gel, hair gel. Fascinates me more than it should. It's a little too much fun if you ask yeah, me. Right? <laughs> like, I've been having fun doing this swirl pattern in my hair. I didn't do it today, but. Um, I've been doing like this faux finger wave situation while my oh, hair is still okay, at this yeah. length. I love finger waves on short hair. Very 1920s. 1920s. I think it was the 20s, yeah. Yeah. 
on to the next subject. You're not going to believe this, but we ran out of topics. Oh, shit. Yeah. We actually got through everything in 90 minutes. Wow, that's amazing, actually. I know. It's like we didn't even have to try. Right? (laughs) I think we're getting the hang of this, guys. Shit. So, uh, yeah, I think that should do it for today's episode. Yeah. All right, so thank you guys for joining us again. Um, I don't know why I went theater with it. I'm sorry, guys. Because <laughs> I'm not even, a, I, I don't even go to theaters, like plays. I'm not into it. Um, but I think I just like saying to you guys. Um, so thank you so much for joining us again. And um, join us again next week to um, to hear all the fun shit we have to talk about when we're high. So... Ciao, ciao, cacao, my lovelies. <laughs>